Welcome to the Explore the Word podcast. This is Matt Millington joining you, and I'm looking forward to digging into the Word. Once again, we will be considering things that God has used in His Word to reveal Himself and teach us things. We learned last episode that nothing is on accident, and God uses all things for His glory. Today, we consider tools. Throughout the Bible, we see many occasions where God equips His people or uses a tool for victory to show himself faithful and strong. In Exodus 4, we see that example of Moses with his rod. In Exodus 4, verse 2, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. So we know throughout the story of Moses that we see him using this rod uh, to do many miracles. Exodus 4.17, And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. So God really used this in Moses' ministry to reveal God and who he was to the enemies and to his people. In Judges 3 verse 31, we see someone win a victory with a cattle prod. The verse says, And after him was Shamgar the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistines six hundred men with an ox goad, and he also delivered Israel. So one of the more strange accounts, but we see this judge using a, essentially a cattle prod used to drive cattle, and we see that he slew six hundred Philistines with that. In Judges 4, we see Jael, who uses a tent peg and a hammer to to win victory or to kill a commander of the opposing army. In Judges 7, in the story of Gideon, we see that God uses Gideon and just 300 men, and he goes up against an army of 135,000 people and wins victories, uh, victory by using jars and trumpets. Judges 9, we see that a certain woman cast a piece of millstone upon Abimelech's head and all this to break his skull. So a millstone was used. This was essentially a circular piece of stone that was used to grind grain and to make flour. Judges 15.15, 15, we see that Samson used a donkey's jawbone. The Bible says, And he found a new jawbone of an ass and put forth his hand, and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. Another familiar story is in Joshua in the battle of Jericho, and we see that God used ram's horns trumpets to win that victory. So we know the story of Jericho as they were commanded to march around the city walls uh, for seven days, and on the seventh day, they were to circle the walls seven times, and the priests were to blow these ram ram's horn trumpets and the people were the shout and the walls would fall down flat at that moment so in these few examples why do we see the use of these tools in the deliverance of god's people well the truth is really simple and if you haven't um kind of understood what it is by now we see that god wanted to reveal himself in these battles he wanted to get the glory. He didn't want his people thinking that they did it in their own strength. He wanted them to place their faith in him. 
Israel is being reminded over and over again that its security is not found in strength or numbers, weaponry or ability, but in the power and faithfulness of God. God's people were inferior in military terms, and they couldn't even make a sword, far less raise up an army. They have no option but to fight with whatever tools that they had available. We see strong armies who would worship false gods are overcome by weak armies who worship the true God. So, God equipping his people with these tools is really a testimony that nobody could win these battles unless God was with them. God truly revealed himself as the victor in these battles. That's why we see his people using tent pegs and cattle prods, jawbones, or even altars soaked with water. Because God wanted to reveal himself to both his people and the enemies that he is the one and only true God. Zechariah 4.6 says, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. In Isaiah, we see a warning. In chapter 31, verse 1, the Bible says, Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help, and stay in horses and trust in chariots, because they are many, and in horsemen, because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. God issued a strong warning to Judah, in particular uh, certain politicians who ignored the Lord and sought the help of Egypt's military strength. And this was really a, a lack of faith in God. Psalm 20 verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Those who really knew that God was in control would trust in him and not in the strength of military powers. With Moses and the rod, God told him that in Exodus 4 verse uh, 17, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob hath appeared unto thee. He was revealing himself through Moses using the rod. In 1 Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says that God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, things which are not, to bring to not things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. So in other words, God uses the weaker things to overcome the mighty so that glory would not be found in the flesh, but rather in God. One of the greatest examples in the scripture of this is the story of David and Goliath. Now we know about Goliath, and he was, a, he was deemed a champion of the Philistine camp. He was approximately 9 foot 9 inches tall. His armor consisted of a bronze helmet, a scale armor weighing about 125 pounds, a pair of bronze leggings. His weapons were a bronze spear with a 15-pound tip, a sword and a javelin, and his shield was carried by an armor-bearer bearer who walked before him. And the people warned him, warned David about who he was facing. He says, Thou art a youth, but he a man of war from his youth. 
there was a big contrast in who David was going up against, and the odds were not in his favor. Yet still, we see that David, he refused the armor of King Saul and his sword and shield, and he took his staff, his shepherd's staff. He took stones out of the brook. He put it in his shepherd's bag, and he took his sling in his hand. These daily items that he would carry, God used to defeat this mighty giant. And here's the reason, and David even gives this in his in his decree before Goliath. He said, This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And he says at the end of the verse, That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David knew that in this victory, where he went up against this great Philistine champion, with just a simple shepherd's staff, a sling and stones, that through this victory that God would receive the glory and that the world would know that there is a God in Israel. So throughout scripture, we see God using simple tools to reveal himself. This leads to the greatest picture of tools and victory over man's strength, when we think about our Savior and we think about his ministry on this earth. In those days, Romans were the strongest military force of the day. They had all the weaponry, they had the army, they had the strength, they had the numbers. And this, this government was the one who put our Savior to death. But it was through this, with these two boards a hammer and nails, that Christ conquered sin. He conquered death and he conquered the grave. With those tools that put him to death, God brought salvation to all mankind. So it's amazing as we explore the word and we consider things, things that we wouldn't typically think about or think twice about. God uses these things to point us to him. So we looked last week at how God used dust to reveal himself. And this week, as we consider these tools, that God uses used them to show his power, to show his strength, and to show his faithfulness in our lives. So I hope that you continue to explore the word, and I hope that you would consider things that you see in your own life, but things that God has used throughout scripture to reveal himself, and that he, it would be a picture of his faithfulness and his strength even in your life today. Thank you once again for joining us and keep exploring the word and we will see you next time. God bless.